Welcome to the Asking for Myself podcast with Dr. Crystal Benjamin. Now, you've probably seen the asking for a friend phrase, and that phrase usually would be shown after a sarcastic or an embarrassing comment. Well, in this space, for this podcast, there are no embarrassing questions. So you get to ask those candid questions about life and relationships. Hi again, beautiful people. So today we have Laurel and Caleb, and they're going to talk with us about long distance relationships. I know these two wonderful young people for quite some time now. We actually went to the same undergraduate um, school, or we went to the same um, university, and then Laurel and I actually went to the same um, college or university in California. So um, we've kind of been in the same space for some time, but I think this is the first time I'm going to ask them about the relationship that I have been observing and really admiring from afar. So, you know, thank you so much for agreeing to be interviewed. Um, Caleb and Laurel, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank so, you. yes, yeah. So we start first with how did you two meet? Spill the beans. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, we met on uh, the campus of the University of the Southern Caribbean. That's that's our stomping ground. Yeah. Nice. But how how did we actually meet? Well, um, I I saw this this beautiful young lady. <laughs> ah. And even before saying a word, I kept you know uh, checking her out and. <laughs> that church at Vespers and so on uh, but one one night after after Vespers that's Friday night worship uh-huh. I had the courage to go up to her and, and introduce myself uh, that was a very electrifying experience in that, really <laughs> uh, Laurel I don't know was you know planning something to herself, she had <laughs> one of those pens uh, that's like a booby trap pen. And uh, <laughs> when, when you try to write with it or press to write, it will give uh-huh. you an electrific, uh, electrification shock or something. Are you serious? <laughs> when, I asked, when I asked her, her number and so on, she gave me the pen to write. And uh, <laughs> without knowing, like, I got that little jolt of electricity. <laughs> And broke her pen, so, uh, <laughs> so it was electrifying in that sense. But of course, <laughs> getting get to speak to her that that first night, and we are here today. So yeah. that's 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 where it started. That's where. It... <laughs> nice. Oh my goodness. Thank you. You know, Laurel, I would love to hear it from your side <laughs> of things. You know, it's same story but different perspectives, and it's always so interesting. Yeah, um, sure. So I had this pen, which I had discovered, and it was a push point pen. So whenever you'd push it, actually, it wouldn't give you a point, but rather it would, you know, administer a little bit of a zap. A little <laughs> bit of a shock. But when I found that, I said, wow, this is perfect. I want to try it out on as many people as I can. <laughs> so that's what I did. I mean, I don't look that mischievous, but sometimes I have a little streak 
And when I finally got the opportunity to try it out on Caleb, whom I had never spoken to before, I uh -huh. didn't him over me. And I just said, okay, I'm going to do this. Let's see how he responds. <laughs> and when he did um, tap on the pen, he did get the, the little elec electrocution. And he threw the pen to the floor. That was the last of the pen. But that's kind of when I knew, hey, this is an interesting guy. I would like to get to know more about him. So that's kind of how it, how it all began. That's what kind of sparked things for us. That's what sparked things. No pun intended, right? <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, you know, the, the story of how persons meet, it's so interesting. People have so many different stories. And it's really something that when you sit back and you, you think on, it helps to put you in this kind of reminiscent mood and just like, ah, you know. So, yeah, I love, love, love that story. So you two met, and then eventually you got together, and then distance yep. came about. And so tell me more about this long-distance period. You've spent about, I think, 10 years long-distance before you got married. So yeah. I'd love to hear about that. Um, okay, so, well, the long-distance really began while we were at college at um, the University of the Southern Caribbean. Right. Um, lived in two different countries. Caleb is from St. Lucia and I lived in Trinidad at the time. So whenever mm -hmm. school would uh, break um, for whatever purpose, whether it was Christmas break or summer break, that would signal a separation for us because that would be the time when he'd go back home. Right. So for the period of our um, college career, we experienced quite a few instances of that distance so that was one reason for it yeah. and um following um our college careers when i went off to to study in california as well that was the biggest distance of all because we got to see each other even less times a year than we would um when we were in undergrad so yeah. um, basically pursuing school etc was the main reason for the distance but coupled with us being from different places as well. Right. And so, Caleb, what was that like? What were some of the challenges that you had to experience with this distance? It's kind of like the relationship started with some distance in there, you know, from time to time because of school. Yeah. Um, and e even, even on the campus, Laurel was a day student and I was a dorm student. Right. So all that was some distance <laughs> too, uh, but in, in our in our time, you know, there was the technology had not advanced to the point. Not that we are old people. <laughs> <laughs> technology had not advanced to the point where you would have uh, WhatsApp and those kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's true. We didn't even really have B BBM that much oh, back then yeah. either. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Communication was a challenge uh, in terms of being always and, and constantly in contact with Laurel. Uh, uh -huh. Just not just being in two different places, but being in contact, especially when she traveled to go to school in California, because that was a total different time zone than yes. St. Lucia. So mm -hmm. trying to 
schedule our times together. Uh, balancing uh, those times was a big challenge because uh, the, the difference between the hours when she would probably be in class, it would be the time I would be probably sleeping and so on. Yes, yes. That, that was one of the biggest hurdles, especially when she did uh, her master's. So communication and scheduling time and so on was pretty difficult. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. Laurel, you have anything you want to add to that? Um... You know what, I think he covered it. That was that was one of the biggest difficulties for us, just the difference in the time zones. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember so many times getting back from class and trying to reach him, but he's already asleep and just trying to coordinate those times. So that was that was that was kind of our challenge. Mm-hmm. And, and to spending time together, you know, in every relationship, things like birthdays and so on, you want you know, Yeah special person to mm-hmm. be there to share with you yeah uh, but um yeah so those those face-to-face moments we didn't have mm-hmm. in yeah. terms of being in the same place at the same time so definitely that, that too was a challenge wow and that time zone thing could be huge eh? i mean even though it was like a four hour or five hour car- really remember but just that it was kind of an awkward time because as you said when you're about to sleep you're now coming out of class and then when you're waking up to go to work you're probably not up yet because it's still very early Mm -hmm. so that could have created a lot of challenge and and you're thinking if you're in a long distance relationship then communication would be necessary because you're not there physically. So how did you cope with that? How did you cope with the time zone difference and the, you know, the lack of communication? Well, not as much as you would have liked and not celebrating those milestones and those, those life, you know, life, important things about life like your birthdays and even your anniversaries like celebrating when you two met and those type of things how did you cope with that um even on our undergrad like during the summers uh those times when we would be apart uh, we Mm -hmm. made it our duty to write journals chronicling what we did so uh well when we would speak we would share those times but when we would see each other again like in september we would exchange those journals so it would it would work towards oh. us a a a little insight as to what that person was doing throughout i love that yes yeah we might publish a book <laughs> <laughs> you should you should I mean that's such a good idea so it's like every, you're going through the days that you're not together documenting what took place mm-hmm. and sharing it so you could bring that person up to speed that's such a good idea yes yes that was one of the ways we we were able to cope and it uh-huh. was comforting as well so even on the days that you didn't speak you you still knew that um, when we did reunite, we'd be able mm-hmm. to kind of look back and, and trace kind of like what we were doing, our thoughts, and um, just see what we were kind of thinking on, on what days or if we were thinking the same thing on some of the same days. 
Mm-hmm. It was kind of a way to keep us connected while we weren't connected. I love that. You came up with a way to, to stay connected, even though you're not connected physically and probably even via these wonderful tools that we have right now. Mm-hmm. It allowed for you to be creative. Do you yeah. still have those journals? We do. Really nosy. We ah. do. Definitely. And do you review them sometimes and like... Yes, actually, recently, um, just when we were doing um, some Christmas cleaning, uh-huh. I came across them again, and I was just reading them aloud to him, and we were kind of just cracking up. And <laughs> hey, I remember this day. It was, it was fun to go through. It's very nostalgic. Yes, yes, and I love that you infuse humor into your relationship. We've seen with research that humor can be such a great way to repair and to deal with conflict. So it's refreshing to see it in real time. So keep laughing. Keep laughing. (laughs) Well you know what, um Doc, Uh that was um that was the earlier days um at undergrad. But even Uh then um during my master's program and I was away, there Mm -hmm. were other ways that um helped us to kind of cope with that distance and nice. um, at that point technology was a little bit more advanced so we were <laughs> able to frequently um communicate skype was our big thing at that point if ah. you remember what skype was um but it, it served a huge purpose for our relationship um mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, uh, we even did our marriage counseling over skype Mm-hmm. Ah. Skype served us really, really well and yeah. you know, it facilitated um, our online dates, which is something you can do. You can have virtual dates. Um, I love that. There was one time we both, as silly as this might sound, <laughs> we, both, we both got dressed up. We scheduled a date. We were saying uh-huh. on a picnic on this date. We, we both got dressed up in our linen whites and we... Uh-huh. <laughs> we had our separate dinners in front of the computer. We had a background of like a beachy background. <laughs> I mean, that sounds so silly right now, but it was <laughs> pleasant. It was really, really, it was really nice when that was all that we could actually do. So that, that yeah. Was, yeah. No, I love it. I love it. It might sound silly, but it's really about what works for the relationship. And if it works, if then go for it. And I'm sure someone out there listening could, could know, hey, you could do dates virtually. Yeah, yes. definitely yes. can. Of course, people might think that yeah, you're crazy. So my parents thought that. that was <laughs> but now you're married, so it worked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely. Anything else? That, um, any other tips you'd like to share, share with us regarding how you cope? So online dates, which yes. would require some scheduling, maybe even some prepping, dressing up, that kind of yes. thing, journaling works. Um, um, uh-huh. Yeah. For us, uh, those, those special days, like birthdays and so on, mm-hmm. it was still, well, I can speak on my, my end, Laurel. Mm-hmm. Um, we ensured that this person would receive something from us. Uh, so, ah. So I would have flowers delivered to her on Valentine's Day. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, so, so, so yes, yeah, so still we ensured that although my physical presence wasn't there, I ensured that she remembered that she was on my mind and that these days will not pass without me 
showing how how much I love him. He says his physical presence wasn't there, but on those days, those special days that I did receive something tangible, like Uh flowers in my hand or chocolates or or whatever other gift. I remember one time he even organized a a massage from all the way in St. Lucia. So even though I did receive something tangible, it did make me feel like he was a little bit more physically close, even though we were still a million miles apart. So that, that, that was really, really special. That required a lot of thought. Yes. Um, you know, being thoughtful, also being, I guess, resourceful because you've never, you know, you don't know the lay of the land, yes. but, you know, you're figuring out how to send a spa um, right. treatment, how to spend, um, send rather flowers and all those things. So behind, in, in the back of your mind, is it that you said, hey, this person I want to get married to this person. Like at what point, because you put a lot of effort into it. This, this is clearly not something you just rolled over one morning and put together. It's things that you probably thought about. So what kind of mindset you need to be able to, to execute this type of thing? Is it, hey, I'm, I'm with this person through thick and thin. This is somebody who I want to spend the rest of my life with. Or is it through the, the stuff that you did, through the, the effort that you put in, then you realize, hey, I think, think I want to I wanna make this long term. Like, what I would love to get into inside of your mind, because 10 years is a very long time. Yeah. Like, this is not two months. <laughs> this is not six months. And this is, this is a long time for some people. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, even when you were going through it, you probably felt like, oh my goodness, this is a long time. Yes, <laughs> but yes. as you look back, of course, you could say, hey, you know, we're married now, so. <laughs> but what I would love to know about your mindset. Uh, from, from the beginning, from uh, university, well, US, mm. we both were committed to the relationship. And right. I think that, that's a big key. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. commitment probably helped us dealing with the distance mm-hmm. knowing that this person this person well the two of you have the same the same goal to eventually ah. get married mm-hmm. so so commitment keeps us uh, well kept us working towards that goal so, yes so that was the ultimate goal, mm-hmm. and that was that was set out very early. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and and so, Laurel moving to to California, it, it was not a, an easy thing, but we mm-hmm. we understood that it had to happen. That that was one of her dreams to accomplish that, and things mm-hmm. worked out so that she could she could do it. So it, it became almost. Uh, a given that she would have to go over there to, you know, accomplish mm-hmm. what she wanted to. So it, 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 although it created more distance, but we were committed to the relationship. So that distance in, in itself was, although it was a factor, but the commitment canceled it a bit, knowing that uh, although Laurel is so far away, I still mm-hmm. know that Laurel is committed to us. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and I believe that's that's one of the major factors that allowed us to 
uh, reach to this point today because mm -hmm. uh, like everything else, commitment uh, encircles a lot of things. And, and mm -hmm. if, if, if you have that goal and for us, that goal was to one day become a couple married uh, mm -hmm. in St. Lucia. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it, yeah, it, it, it eventually happened because we were committed to it. And, and one thing we took very serious was prayer in our relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and we prayed about everything. Every, mm -hmm. everything. And we saw God working for us. Mm -hmm. Laurel going to school was an example of mm -hmm. that. So, so, so we understood that praying for certain things, mm -hmm. uh, you have to be patient and again mm. allow things to to take takes it take it cost. You know, don't yeah. don't be too hasty uh, in in mm. what to happen. Uh, ensure that the the two people are complete people. I mean, because mm -hmm. I think Laura would be very miserable if if she did not accomplish her goal as as individual. Right. So it has to, it has to, we must have that mindset mm -hmm. that each of us are individuals. We have our personal goals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it works, it works better when we support each other yeah. in a common Goals. Yep. And as as a couple, I mean, we we both want to be happy and mm -hmm. fulfilled individuals, so that uh, together we could make a good team. So mm -hmm. although going through, I mean, looking back, ten years looks like a long time. Mm -hmm. For me, I, I saw it. I saw it that it was a process. Wow. And, I mean. The yes starts on, but it must end. So <laughs> time, time is not uh, a yeah. stagnant. So yes, I, I knew one day that the time would come, yeah. and when it eventually came, <laughs> it, it it was bliss and happiness and and joy. You know. Yeah. You just have to be patient, committed, and stay uh, to the cost, the, wow. the goal that we want to achieve. Patient, committed, and stay, stay true to the to the to the process, and 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 be, and know that it's going to end, and that you have this goal, and coming together to create this goal. So you're not having separate goals, like you want to do this, you you want to do that. No, no discord. There was one accord. Yeah. Both of you came together and decided, hey, this is where we want to be. Yes, we have our individual goals, but. As we support each other through this, this is our, you know, goal. How did you, how did you transition from being long distance to living together on the same island, in the same house? <laughs> um, well, I'm an only child. Oh, okay. So that adds an element to it. <laughs> Um, yeah, being an only child, I, I had to understand that now, I know that I, I did not share before, mm -hmm. but this person now would be in my, my space 24-7, and uh, more than that, 
that I have a responsibility to ensure that this person is happy. So sometimes, and, and even now, you know, when I went into the marriage knowing that, I mean, compromise is key. I, I cannot have everything. Uh, so when, when Laurel had to move to St. Lucia, Laurel had experienced Trinidad and California, two places mm -hmm. where, you know, it's, it's fast paced and all. Yes. St. <laughs> um, Lucia is totally the opposite. Just the best island in the world. But, uh, right, after Tobago. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, but so, so understanding where she came from uh, is, was very ah. and, and, and helping her in the transition, me living here all my life. Yeah. And getting her to know, you know, get uh, accustomed with, with our way of life. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, I took it as my, my challenge and showing that you know, she didn't have any worries about her safety, what she would do while she was here. So, so all the, the distance, uh, again, with the plan, I, I knew that certain things had to be put in place if Laurel would come here to mm -hmm. So uh, during the, the distance years, you know, I, I took it as my responsibility to ensure that those things were prepared and that the transition would be quite seamless for nice <laughs> laurel what about you what was it like for you moving from two fast space spaces it was like increasing in speed so trinidad is fast and then you went to ultra fast california oh and then back to saint lucia <laughs> yes um wow it was it was it was something. It was a it was a big transition for me. Um, just different cultures, uh, different people, lots of differences, mm -hmm. lots of worries about if I would find something um, in my field that I would be able to pursue as a career um, mm -hmm. in a smaller island. Um, how it would be being away for, from my family, right. for good in in essence. Um, lots of adjustments, um, living with a, a person, something I've not done before, mm -hmm. um, lots of things to consider, lots of adjustments to make on my part. Um, but what made it easy was that I could see that my husband was um, actively preparing for my arrival mm -hmm. and that things were put into place to help me feel as comfortable, as safe, as secure um, as possible for somebody moving to a new environment. Right. Um, so one thing I, I really appreciated about, about him and that kind of made it easier for me to see that he was putting in the effort um, to make me feel comfortable. Um, so mm -hmm. that was definitely um, helping with the adjustment, I would say. It was pretty seamless and um, I would say that I'm pretty um, acclimated right now and <laughs> settled it nicely and we settled into a rhythm and a routine and um, things are, are going well in terms of adjusting to each other. <laughs> and now you could have date nights in person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. 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 I mean, this was such an amazing, I feel like there's so much more I can ask and get into, but it was just amazing. A great, um, you know, synopsis of your life and what you had to go through and, 
-hmm. I can definitely see how this could be inspiring to someone else who may be experiencing something similar or who might be considering experiencing something like this. And so as we look to wrap up, is there anything you want to say um, that I didn't ask about or that anything you want to say to encourage someone who might be listening on thinking, oh, it's possible. <laughs> yes, I, I, I think it's totally possible. Well, I'm hopeless optimist. Um, <laughs> so again, it, it, as you were saying, it has to take the two people to be mm -hmm. to, to whatever situation it is. It has to, you have to be intentional and deliberate about things. You cannot just leave things to chance. Um, you you have to make things things and 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 you know important days count. Right. Putting God first is also important. So first commitment to God, and, mm -hmm. and then commitment to that person. But you must know that you want to spend the rest of your life with this person, or else uh, you'll not you'll not have the passion or the commitment ah, so right um so a few things just put god first mm -hmm. intentionally committed to the relationship again be patient the distance will not be there forever for us it took 10 years mm -hmm. but but now it's it's over yes so, mm -hmm. so that it would eventually your time would come that's what we would yes. tell them Ah, your time will come. I love it. <laughs> Ours came for about two years now. So, yes. so we, we, we just encourage other young persons. Actually, people all over the world, somebody from Kenya recently tried to reach out to us. She oh. saw Laura's pictures on Instagram and said he loves the way. Uh, he sees us as as a couple, and you know, yes. same advice. Um, so, so we use our experiences to to uh, probably direct other young persons into, you know, these these decisions. And of course, yes. guided all all by by God. Mm -hmm. And we are happy that God, and very humbled by the fact mm -hmm. that, that God can use our experiences to. Uh, help and inspire other yeah. other young persons because that's what we really want to do. Um, mm -hmm. Other young persons that we've got all things are possible. Yep. And again, uh, it 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 has. We have to be intentional and deliberate about things. Uh, intentional and deliberate. Commitment to God commitment to the relationship and being on the same page regarding where you want the relationship to go. Yeah, those those themes definitely resonate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Laurel, you have anything you would like to share with us? Um, just in addition to what he said, he, he's, a, he's a hopeless optimist and I'm kind of a hopeless <laughs> romantic. So <laughs> my advice or encouragement to anybody trying to have a long distance relationship and trying to make it work would be to make things happen that would um, seek to defy the distance in a way. So mm -hmm. any kinds of gestures, things that would make that other person know that, hey, even from a distance, I'm definitely thinking about you, you're on my mind. 
um, mm -hmm. things like that that would basically make deposits into that relationship's bank. Yes. Like that would be really, really, I know for me, it was really appreciated. So I would only imagine that that would be a welcomed um, thing to come to anyone. And then the next one, being um, a speech therapist, I can't stress communication enough. Mm -hmm. so be very deliberate about the communication and the spending of time. Try to always make time to talk. Um, for us, talking is what we spend most of our relationship doing since we couldn't physically be together. And mm -hmm. I think that's what helped us to learn so much about each other um, in a quick enough manner to know that, hey, this is the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. This is my person. Ah. How it became so much easier to uh, commit, how it became so much easier to um, invest in the relationship because we knew that in the end, um, it would actually be an investment into the rest of our lives. So that's what I would have to tell us. Nice, 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 nice. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Listen, you two are just amazing. May God <laughs> continue to be with you and your relationship and whatever you touch. May it just be blessed. Um, I know I was truly blessed and I really, I mean, Laurel, I really appreciate you and how open and honest you were. And Caleb, I want to give a special thank you to you. Not that Laurel's contribution wasn't important. It definitely was. It added. But for the men out there, I'm sure, or even women, they would love to hear from the, from the, the hear, hear the male's perspective, mm -hmm. rather, as well. And that is sometimes missing. And so for you to be so vocal and to share, and for both of you, I just love how you two interact. Like, when I reached out to Laura, she was like, let me just talk to Caleb um, and get back to you. You know, there's that respect for each other. And I'm sure if I reached out to you, Ravi, it would have been the same response. You two definitely seem like a team. Keep it up. Keep inspiring lives. And thank you so much for this interview. You are amazing. It was our pleasure. Yes. God bless you too and your family. Thank you. Thank you so much. That brings us to the end of another episode of Asking for Myself with Dr. Crystal Benjamin. Hey, thank you for listening. And we would love to hear from you. So on your way out, please leave us a comment. Cheers.